If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and one episode a week is just not enough for you, you want bonus content, you want extra behind the scenes stuff, you want vlogs, you want little series, you want just more bang for your buck, you're a big greedy fat pig and you just want to gorge on content from this podcast, you can by going to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast. I'm sorry if I called you big fat greedy pig, it just came out. I'm in the moment, I'm feeling good, and I said it. But uh, now that I've insulted you, I would like you to come and support me and the podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash slyguypodcast. Thank you. Go and do whatever you need to do. You're lovely people. I'm sorry for calling you fat pigs. The Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest Beer is the best beer in the world, as said, stated, and stood over by Dave Elliott. If you want to know what exactly Modest Beer have in their stock and what they can supply you with, head to their website www.modestbeer.co.uk where you can see a vast array of beers and merchandise. And if you decide to yourself you'd like to acquire some beer or merchandise, you can head to their website and put all the stuff in a little basket and just as you're going to pay and you think to yourself, oh man, I wish it would be discount code, guess what? There's a discount code, SlyPA15 at checkout. That's SlyPA15, S-L-Y-P-A, the number one, the number five, at checkout to get 15% off Modest Beer. Don't sleep on it. Use the Sly Guy discount code. Go get it. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Sly Guy podcast with me, your host as ever, Dave Elliott. Now, I just want to say off the bat, I'm not feeling good. Right now, I am sore, I am stiff, I am an old man, my legs hurt, my back has just given in, I don't know what's happening. So if I'm fidgety or moving weird, that's what's up. I'm not on any kind of gear, I just have a sore back, alright, leave me alone. That's my life, that's what we're doing. We're getting old, we're trying to be healthy, we're trying to exercise, we're trying to be fit, but yet I feel sore and more in pain than I did when I was just being a big fat greedy pig, like the people that subscribe to the Patreon, as I said at the read at the start of the podcast but we soldier on you know the thing that they say in life is greatness is never achieved without hard work so we have to put in the hard work we have to endure the suffering and if we're going to get anything out of it which I, I mean I don't know what exactly I want to get out of this I guess I just want to be thinner sexier and live forever I mean that's not a lot to ask is it maybe that's too much I don't know but that's all I want skinnier sexier and I want to never die Whereas at the minute I feel like I could achieve none of those things and potentially die in the next hour. The good news is, for you guys though, this week's episode of the podcast is recorded. And it is a debutante on the show. A debutante who I've just realised I haven't got to sign the table. One sort of stupid bastard am I. I apologise to my guest and I apologise to myself because I love that. But my guest this week is the king of Antrim, Mr. Adam Mogi. Adam's somebody who has been doing stand-up now for a couple of years. He's somebody who I actually really enjoy his act. I think he's really, really funny. I've been lucky enough to gig with him a few on a few occasions now. Each time, he's killed it. And he's been a fun guy to hang about with, which to me is more important. You know, you can be as funny as you want on stage, but see if you're a nightmare backstage, can't have it. Adam, sound as a point. So we was on this week. We just had a lot of fun, you know. Um, for someone coming on the first time, it can be a bit daunting, but it was just easy. 
having Adam on was easy. We were talking about what I think I have been talking about since it happened and we'll probably never stop talking about it. and that's obviously the Pleasure Boys performance uh, last Saturday night the Devonish that took up a lot of chat now out of that we've got some ideas for potential future events if you don't know and we just had a lot of fun we talked about the fact that we both have daughters called Matilda we spoke about the fact that I've just fully stolen Adam's look and also the na- his, his names of the daughters as well we spoke about why Antrim is so great now people out there probably am I being facetious no listen I'm open to learning I'm the king of North Down I love Bangor and it's good to greet you know royalty greets royalty with this great moment do you know so we, 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 we had a good time it was a fun podcast I hope wherever you're listening to it you enjoy it whatever you're doing with your day I hope we're all feeling good I hope people out there are, are, are happy and not crippled like me I hope everyone's not constantly trying to better themselves and just now constantly in pain I hope people find that their fitness journey is more enjoyable than mine has been and it's certainly one thing I'm sure of is that this week's episode of the podcast with Adam Mogi was more enjoyable than how I feel right now and I hope you guys love it this is me chatting to my guest the brilliant Adam Mogi Adam welcome to the podcast How's it going, Dave? It's, it's good, good to have you here. We were just chatting off camera there, and we thought we should just get started into it. We did a gig. We've done a couple of a few good gigs together. Like you, how long have you been doing stand up? Just you know? over two years now. Just over two years now. We've. I feel like together, we've done gigs that have been brilliant, but also really tough. Where was the one that we were were do we did together? And it was you, me, and Sean, and was the owner as well. Do you know what I'm Cookstown. Cookstown, and that was just. I don't. I mean, I think that's the the last gig that I've done that I've gone oh that was awful that was not a fun night at the office yeah I think that was my last horror show stinker yeah and you know as well see when you haven't gigged with somebody a lot you don't like being shit in front of them so whenever <laughs> you were there I was like fuck if I'm going to eat shit here he's going to be going going this guy Dave why do people fucking he's terrible <laughs> you know and that was one of those gigs but do you do you remember the layout of it and do you, did you have any issues with there was a front table I remember of, of girls who were just like, like, I would say they're the sort of girls who would have been more suited at a Pleasure Guys concert at the Devonish than they would have been in Cookstown. But you know what? Them girls, I was glad of them because a lot of my material's smut, like it's <laughs> dirt like it is. And I think because of them, of the age they were, uh-huh. they appreciated me. Yeah. Whereas I get the rest yeah. of the room is a bit, I mean, they still weren't laughing as hard yeah. as I wanted them to, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, the rest of the room is just, Something on one of those originals, it was awful. Yeah, no, I and I was an honour because the guy who had booked us, you know, is a great guy, David Hall. Big shout out to David. He had turned up to the to watch, and whenever <laughs> I knew he was there, I was like, oh no, because you ever get at a gig, you get a feeling you're like, this is going to be either it's going to surprise me or it's going to be awful. And when David turned up, I was like, I don't know if I want him here to see this. Yeah, I think it was going awful before he turned up as well, which made it even worse. Yeah, and then, you know, you never get it when you go on. You're like, I know this is not going to be good. Like, you've seen maybe other acts on, and the, and you know, like, this is the thing. People are often like, it's never the audience's fault. 100% is sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know. And on that occasion, 100% was. And I was like, the second time I'd done Cookstown in the space of, like, two months, and both times I'd eaten a bag of shit. Like, it was, yeah. and I was like, you know what, I'm never going back to Cookstown. I actually had one more gig in Cookstown in December there. And I said, and Sean Hegarty booked it, and I said, Sean, if, if this goes, 
the way I'm never going back to Cookstown. I'm like, yeah. you can fucking don't care about yourself, just get fucked. But thankfully, that one was was all right. But it was just one of those gigs where, you know, it was a strange setup. It was like all cabaret, and yeah. and cabaret's not bad if you have a stage. Yeah, uh, if you're, it just feels like you're doing a speech at a wedding. You know what it was like to, you know, those fellas who go out and they pretend to be waiters and then they just break into song. That's what yes. I felt like up there. It's like <laughs> they're just, I, if I just do Pavarotti here, I might be. See, be I right. felt like. Joe at a wedding, everybody's done the speeches and they go, does anybody else want to say him? Yes. And the uncle, nobody's really, yeah. they're actually surprised he's been invited. Yeah. Gets up. Yeah, and That's he's what like, I felt like. I have something to say here. And yeah. I, but I just like you say, I remember the, gir- the girls, by the time I went on, <laughs> all the girls were blocked and they were chirping into everything you said. And I just looked off this other table and there was only two fellas at it. And there were big tables, and one was at one side and one was the other. <laughs> and he just, I remember he lifted like the, the leftover of like his drink and he just poured it into the other and he went, <sighs> had a drink. And I was like, ah, I have another at least. And, and because David was there, I was like, I have to do my time. Like yeah. if there was anywhere else, I'd have been like, you know what, they hate it. See you later, 10 yeah. minutes. But I did. I was there and I was like, I have another 20 minutes to do here. It's just, fuck. But thankfully, that touch wood has been the last stinker. Yeah. I've had so yeah so I know because Sean's bound into yeah and all his stuff I love his stuff like you yeah. see when you're it's just a room filled with just nothing mm-hmm. it's going then I know my stuff's decent enough yeah. and then to have that driving home a day alone the yeah. rain was coming down it was like this is dreadful yeah and how do you do you find that like, I was, like I've been doing it coming on 10 years now this year that I remember that when I was starting out there was nothing, no worse feeling in the world than having a bad gig. Like, you're like, what am I even... You're questioning your whole existence. What am I doing? Do you find that the, the bad gigs have an impact on you or are you just like, ah, let's move on? See, I actually haven't had that many. But then and I end up just sort of going, do you know what? Mm-hmm. It's all the old usings that didn't laugh. At least I had the balls to get up there. Yeah. But, I mean, you do sort of question some of your stuff, but then you, you tell yeah. your mates... What do you think is here? And they're going, yeah, it's great. And they're going, and they yeah. winded me up. Yeah, because then we've done a few nice since that, thankfully, that I feel like you've seen me have a nice time. If you feel like you're like, ah, he's not that bad after all, after that Cookstown yep. one. But we did one with Tim McGarry and Crumlin before Christmas. Yeah. Cracking week gig. I loved it. Really, really good time. There's actually a moment that, uh, that'll that stick with me forever. It was, um, I was we, Me and Tim were sitting watching you and you were doing a bit, I don't want to give a bit away, but you were, you were talking about licking something. Yes. Right. And uh, Tim just leans over to me and he goes, Are all you boys at that these days? <laughs> I was like, No, I'm Tim, sadly not. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm friggin' married and things are what they are. But he was just like genuinely going, Is that what you boys are up to these days? Yeah. I was like, No, Tim. But he, Tim's so good. Like, and he, and he was Unbelievable. So funny. And it, that was it. That was it. Because I was gigging with him there last Friday in the Doyen. And he was, he was just at it again. Yeah. You know, just watching him, you're like, This guy's just. It's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, top class. It's just. Was that the first time you'd seen him? No, no. I'd seen him in the Moy. So it was, it was like a, I think it was a festival. Sean put yes. on. And that's I, right. That was our nine had to go early, wasn't it? Yes. I think, yes. Yes. Right, I you were yeah. on before, and then because it's meant to be Sean Walsh yes. was on, and then it was like, oh, he's not coming. We've got Tim McGarry, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen him do. Mm-hmm. But I was expecting TV stuff. Yes. Oh no. And then it <laughs> yeah. blown. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, because that's the thing when when you expect him to what you expect what he's gonna do, you're like ah. Oh, and then the first time I saw him, I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Like he's not only is he he's hilarious, yes, but he's 
bit of risk eh, as well. Oh, like, oh a bit I, of dirt there, like. Yeah, loved it. So <laughs> he, he was at it again there in France. It's just he's great as well. Tim's very good with his time as well. And you know, sometimes like I, I've found a few of maybe more established acts sometimes can be a bit like not awkward, but you don't you know they're a bit like they're a bit older, hard to. He's just like sits down here, has a pint, has a crack. And yeah. And see, the thing was about that gig in the morning, everything was sort of going wrong for him. Mm-hmm. He set his drink up uh-huh. on the speaker, and as he was talking, obviously the sound was like moving the drink. Yeah. It came <laughs> crashing down. Didn't even phase him. Yeah. He set up really quick, didn't phase Then the music started up the stairs, uh-huh. and one of the staff, I think, was out having a smoke, so the door was wide open, music blaring. Yeah. And he was just, it was just how he dealt with it was, I was like, what a guy. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, yeah, you. you he always sort of says stuff like, you know, um, even like that's the thing of stand up. You can get so far. Like obviously he's like a a Northern Irish icon. Like yeah. If you look at comedy here, you go you you think Tim McGarry. Yep. And he's like still in the bars with us in the middle of nowhere where the mics yeah. don't work, there's fucking music. No matter what, no matter what level you get to, you still do all the way yeah. sort of and, and they're the fun ones too. Like the Moy's great spot to do as well and but he's yeah, just, I think it was what I liked about even that one in Crumlin there too. I've never seen anybody look as cool. Uh-huh. Even that time in the morning, he was sitting with a just a wee thing of tea, saucer, yeah. legs crossed, watching away, and then Crumlin, I think, was he running about looking for a lighter or something? Oh, I yes, he was, was looking. He was looking at a lighter. He's but he's and that thing too. He he is a comedy fan as well. You know, so he'll watch. He'll watch all the other acts. He'll know who's kind of coming along, and he'll he'll sort of take an interest. Obviously, some people get the a level they don't need to. You know, they don't have yeah. to go to the. Three gigs, he'll do it, and he'll he'll turn up, do the club sets, and watch the acts instead of just turning up and doing his headline <coughs> set. He'll be there, he'll watch, and I and I think that's I yeah I think he, I just I just love him. He's a great guy. I don't let him. I hope he's not watching or listening to this, but he's yeah. a bit like the the Chappelle of the, the scene over here. Mm-hmm. Just drops in. Yeah, just drops in. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a that's a compliment for him, all right. You know, I think he's good, but he's Chappelle, but oh, he is. <laughs> he's superb and it's, and he's always fun to hang about with as well such a lovely man yeah but that way room we were in was so weird in Crumlin it was like a was it like a back a private back bar it was just yeah. the three of us and we were all chatting about just Christmas and you, you got in Santa sorted oh wow yeah. yeah it was a nice wee like it was a nice wee bar I was like I yeah. actually come here for a pint the, the TV it was small the yeah football on that but perfect no it was it was a great great spot and then of course uh, the last gig we did together was was Mogi's Funhouse. Mogi's Funhouse. The, what, what, now, just to clarify and clear this up, I was on, when I was on Team of Me, and I was talking with Butler, I was like, what are you doing? You're doing some gig. Are you gigging tonight? And he goes, yeah, I'm doing Top of the Town. And I was like, just Top, top of the Town. And he was like, yeah, Top of the Town. I was like, no, it's one of your gigs. Yeah. He's like, no, it's on Top of the Town. I'm like, it's, it's, there's Mogi in the poster. And I knew it was something. And then, <laughs> yeah. I, like an old man, I was like, no, it's Mogi's Funhouse. And he goes, it's definitely not, definitely not called that. And yeah. I was like, you know, you're sticking with it. I'm like, no, it's fucking, it's, it is. Adam Mogi's running it. And he goes, no, I think it's just Top of the Town. And, I, and then I, I was wrong, but I still will stand over the fact that I was right. Yeah. You know, because it was your gig and you'd, but um, Mogi's Funhouse is now, the official name, like that's a, pr- a prime example of manifestation. Yeah, you know? I know. You, it just, it you just, think it happens. It just sounded right. Mm-hmm. And I have had two very successful nights now. Mm-hmm. And John O down there, who runs it, like he's he's one of the best in the business. Yeah, nice. He's running the events they have down there, top class. But to see the, the whole setup, like whenever you you got there, like I think I've done done top of the town once before, and it was maybe it was inside. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. And then we got down there, the outside setup was much bigger. Yeah, and you could see 
there was like people were in the mood for a good night out, yeah. you know, and it's like this, you sort of go, this could either be riotous or great, and it was both, you yeah. know, it was wild and great yeah. at the same and time. It's, it's like a Saturday too, Saturday, and I think it's, you're expecting, there's nothing like that really on Saturday nights, because mm-hmm. you just expect a DJ usually, but out the back there where they've all heated, your man, he's sweating away there, firing out the peaches, paints being pulled, best acts in the country coming down, it's, Class. Yeah, no, it was, it was, and I, I, I had a great time. So thanks again for having me. It was, it, it was brilliant, and I think now as well, you have all the kind of ingredients there to make a really good club. Yeah, if you just keep it, keep it ticking yeah, over. But I it's, can, I can see that because the the phone's been blowing up with mm-hmm. a lot of messages from people looking to come down and go hearing great things. Yeah, so that's good. Yes, no, that's it. Because I, I, I mean, I've told anyone to listen. It's, it's get down there, do it. Yeah, have a good time because. You're somewhat of a, I suppose, an icon in the in the Antrim area. So, so whenever you started, like I think I'd actually heard of you after maybe you had, you'd started stand up anyway. Because yeah, yeah. you got into was it through the videos online? What was your core sort of route into comedy? How See, I always wanted to do the stand up, but it was during I was like, right, I'm going to make a go for this. I had be bits and pieces, and then lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. All that shit. So I was like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know what I'll do? I'll do a couple of videos online, post them up, and they're like black and white. They're yeah. really, I was going to say they're really shit quality. They still are, but I've I've moved the colour now. But it just sort of built from there, and then top of the town. Once I started opening again, I had said I want to do a we stand up thing, so mm-hmm. I didn't do any open mics. I had about an hour written. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can you put this on? And they're like, yeah. I said, don't charge anyway, just save the ring and book a table. And it went within about an hour or something. And was that from the back of <laughs> videos, was it? Or did did you, are you sort of known in Antrim anyway? Or yeah, was I it think the, of... the videos and the, the, the Facebook stuff I would have done years ago seemed to build that wee sort of interest about it. And then it sold out and I went out and done an hour. And see if I'd look back on it now, it was probably awful. Mm-hmm. But like, I had the great support there and... Thankfully, top of town put it on. Yeah, it, it was class, and then from there, I was like, right, I'm going to do some of the clubs. And did that then start? Because you, you've done any, anything you seem to have done in Antrim. <laughs> you've done a courthouse now too, haven't you? You've done yeah. other, and, and it just seems to be the the audience there just absolutely are right behind you, and they love love you, and you, obviously you love them. Is that been something that so to go from doing your sort of own show, maybe from an online sort of background to Doing like have you felt to go back to do the club skiing was important, or are you like you felt like you're still cutting your teeth, you're happy enough for the show and the audiences, and and that's working for you? Or I you felt know? like I had to do the the wee clubs and stuff. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think it was just I don't know, I think it's part of the thing, and you just yeah. have to to yeah. do it. And all that people there's ones out there with big followings and stuff don't really want to do it, mm-hmm. whereas I thought I sort of had to. Yeah, I think it's as well, like what you've done, because obviously there are other people who have done videos and then just book their own shows, which is, you know, fair enough. If you've got <coughs> the audience, hats off to you. But I think that the, to get in in the scene as well is um, is a, is a the good way to do it. And now you're you're popping up everywhere. You yeah, know, you've, yeah. Played, you've played a lot of the clubs. And and are there any ones that you haven't done yet or you're looking to do? Have you done Laveries yet? Haven't done Laveries no. yet, no. Not but yet. That's... Probably top of the list, really. Yeah. Haven't done it yet, so hopefully this year I'll have her. 
And you did, did you do Glenorn with Colin recently? Mm. Yeah. I was talking to him about it and he says, look, show me his phone. Mm-hmm. There's about thousands of messages. So I think he's actually got a guy in there to, yes. to do the booking, so I make it on to him. Yeah. No, but listen, I mean, it's like, <coughs> uh, obviously, me. you're sort of, what you're doing now is the right thing to do to get to get on and I think it's only it's only a matter of time anyway and it's uh, it, it's a, it's cool to see that you know because again you know there there is a wee element I suppose of you know if you see someone going like like if, if someone's an influencer for toxic and they do and they start doing funny wee videos and then they're like I'm going to do stand up some like when you're an older stand up you're like are you and, yeah. you know, and again if you're great happy days yeah. but you know if you're like oh there's a, that element of it but I think with yourself you know, because of the time, it's probably an unfortunate, obviously, a gift and a curse to come in at a time to do stand up when you can't do stand up. Yeah, I did. No, I did try it years ago. Yeah, so I did at like two gigs. And where were they? They were one of them was with Colin actually, and I want to say Lima Fatty. <laughs> now this must be like two thousand and fourteen. Uh-huh. Lima Fatty, I can't remember the guy who run that or who else was on. And the other one was in Antrim. There was one in Antrim the backside. It was the same company. Yeah. It was Cookstown something. Oh, fuck those guys. <laughs> it's Cookstown, Cookstown yeah. something. I know. Yeah. And then I came off and I didn't do too bad. And I just thought, I haven't enough experience with mm-hmm. life yet to talk about it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So what, what age would you be then in 2014? 25. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't life hadn't hit me hard yet, so yeah. Did you have her was, back in those days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was awful. Um, <laughs> that was that was probably the hardest hitting thing I, I had going for me was a shit hairline. But no, it was. I felt like because I was watching the other guys. I think it was mm-hmm. Paddy McDonald headline that. I think it was only yeah. He must have been a few years into it right enough. I was watching these guys going fuck. Yeah, they're good. What am I going on here to talk about? But then it's like anything. Like I, I don't know. How many? Like, I don't know why I'm still doing it. If I'm totally honest, I yeah. don't know why because early days, shite. Like I don't know why someone wasn't like, listen, don't do it. Just, yeah. it's not for you, Dave. Just knocking the head. But I remember, I wrote one bit, and I was like, in my head, I went, ah, ah, that's how you do it. That's the one. Yeah. And I still sometimes throw it in today. But did you just did then go right? I don't want to do stand up anymore, or did you put it in the back of burner and be like, you know, once. Once life's hit me and I've enough to talk about, I'll do it again. Or was that always sort of burning in you? It was always deep down there. Like it was like I need to do this at one stage. Like yeah, at least give it a go. Nice at one stage of my life, and then I did plan two. Then all that pandemic all happened, so I was like, I need to do something, or else my mind will go away yeah. from it. So I just done the videos, and then as soon as you get out again, I was like, right here we go, uh-huh. and then it's. And here I play up a bit like since from then, so yeah. But the online stuff is, is doing you've obviously a good following there. You, do you have any sort of plans to do any sort of big shows coming up or uh, outside of Antrim? Because obviously, you've done some massive venues there and had big, big crowds and sell out nights. So is there anything that you're looking well, any- see? This year, I would love to do like a wee tour mm-hmm. of like different wee places, but I mean, just some wee bars, yeah, that'll uh, that'll have me, yeah. Um, maybe a bit for. Five or six places, maybe. Yeah, see, I think that's a good idea. Some, I, sometimes I see some people do, like, and there's no, no again, no right right or wrong way to do anything, but, like, you see some people booking venues that you go, whoa, like, 
it's all right, you know, do do the small ones. We're always booking theatres and your first tour is a bit mental. Yeah. You know, I think so I think like to do that, like even to do we like bars is, is to do a tour is a fucking amazing achievement anyway. So I think just doing that, getting it done under the belt, getting the reps and getting people seeing you is the way to do it. Yeah, just try and branch out a wee bit like Yeah. because um, the likes of there's some class three rooms about there like especially oh, yeah. the likes of Row Boils there at the boiler room. It's oh, it's a great spot isn't it? Unreal. Yeah, have you done it? You've done it a couple of times as well, have done you? Done it once, yeah. and I don't know when he has me back. Actually, I think I'm back at some yeah. stage, but See, I but I am going to bring the my wee show to it. Like, yeah. but I've done two two shows. I've two different solo shows. Yeah. yeah, so this would be sort of the the better the things. Better. Yeah, See. merged together. And what are the what are the shows called? Do you have uh, the first one or the second one was Phil Wick, and. The first one, I don't think the first one even had a yeah real name. Just had a sort of, life, yeah. It had a name for every other place I'd, I'd done it. Yeah, but it was all around Anthem just. Yeah, see, that's, see, sometimes too, I think people put too much pressure on having to put on, out a you know a, a new show, so to speak. I think yeah. see when you're you're starting out, like I I don't know, I would be very much like, ah, oh, yeah, you're you're doing all right, you're doing this not, but genuinely from what it like, your bits are funny, I like it, you know, and yeah. to watch it and go and, and laugh at it, it's it's you know. Hit, I'm probably sitting coming across like a wanker here, but you know, <laughs> when you see like newer acts, is what I'm trying to say. Is sometimes you're like, there's potential there. You see this, you see wee bits, but it's not all kind of come together. Whereas you have kind of a set, and you have the works. You're com- you look comfortable up there. No. You have the character. The material's good. It's like they they are the bits together. So it's like if I think with you, it's just now you just need the reps. You know, yeah. so doing it. Whereas like you see some other like newer folks, you're like, well, you don't look comfortable up there. You know, you're funny. Your jokes are funny, but you look like you're about to friggin' have a panic attack. You know, yeah, I know. You, you you see that? Like I've noticed that a few times. There's people and they've some of their stuff's good, but they've they don't seem to have the it'll be charisma. And then you never see them again. Yeah. Because that could be just one awful gig, and they go, "Fuck that, nah, this, this isn't for me." Yeah, but that's a weird thing too. You see, like people, because to me, I always remember having a big freak out every time I went on to be like, "As long as I get the microphone out of the stand, and don't fucking <laughs> yeah. drop it." The guy used to, I had such anxiety, be like, "Fuck, don't," you know. And it's, and then once you got there, it was it was okay. Whereas now it's sort of like second nature. But it's like, uh, but sometimes you see people, and you're like, if you could just pull things together, and like you say, if you take it badly. You know, if you go out and you're like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, it's and funny it's like, you say that about the mic. Like, even still, like, if I went to a club or something, the first thing I look at is the mic going right. Mm-hmm. What way is he getting that out of that there? And then there's the lead. You always feel like you're going to trip over the top yeah. of it. So I would wrap it. Yes. But it's getting it back. And then I've sort of learnt now, there's a thing I do, that bit you were talking about earlier on. There's <laughs> a bit where a bit I'll say something. Yeah. And I know it's sort of Builds a bit of thing. That's where I'll stick the yes the mic in and then drop it and then that'll be it. Yeah, see, but it's always wee bits of people never think about. Yeah, you I just know. pick up as you kind of as you go. Like even like I I I honestly think like like I think you would be within your rights to you know have a have a go at me about plagiarism and a couple of things. First and foremost, I've stolen your look in the last yeah. year, and secondly. Uh, I was doing a bit we only figured out at the gig with him that we, we're, we've got a daughter with the same name and I was like oh, fuck that's exactly and I do a bit in particular which has caused me a bit of grief in the past about saying Matilda's silly name now obviously <laughs> obviously I don't think that yeah, you know jokes. but I did it once in a place and the person was in the audience who had a daughter called Matilda and did not take it well at all like at all at all 
um, and it was just very awkward. And then yeah. you sort of get in your head in the back there, like, fuck, am I out of order here? You know? yeah. And it's like, I only think I got any way funny once I had kids and used it as a way of to go, you know, yes, obviously, kids are great. Everyone loves their kids, but also no one fucking melts your brains more than your own kids. Yeah. So we, it's funny to go up and do that in a funny way. You know, yeah. and so I think that's what I like as well. But you, it's relatable for me to watch the stuff you're, like the problems you're talking about, the things you're going through. I'm like, that's, I get you. And that's yeah. the kind of humour that I, I like to see. Yeah, and see, my Matilda's a, a hoot. Like, she's an yeah. absolute scream. So she says, some of the things she does. We were out for, I took her out for a big date there a few, ago, a few weeks ago. And we went down. And so we the hand you like the, the page with the crayons and stuff. Yes. The hand there, he goes, there oh, you go, princess, you can do we com- we competition there. There's your crayons. She just went, no, no. <laughs> I said, what's happened here? She started of your woman saying, yeah. I brought me home. Only <laughs> these twistable, Crayola twistables. Yeah. She was, can't win no competition with that there. <laughs> <laughs> like serious business. Now, did she yeah. know in advance she was going somewhere that there, there was competition? I didn't here. know she had them. Yeah. I said, where have you pulled them from? Like, listen, and where was it? Where was it you took her for dinner? Was it like somewhere she'd been before, so she knows the score. No, she's never been before. Just on the off chance there might be some. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, she's been out enough to know there's yeah. something coming. Yeah, that's like just, when you see a professional darts thrower. They're like, they're like, I'm not just. Yeah, I've got my arrows. <laughs> I've got my. It works. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. How old is she? Seven. Seven. See, and how old are you? Are you, you have a couple of kids? Do you? Yeah, Vanilla's yes. thirteen. Thirteen, seven. See, I've my oldest. Is six. I'm the youngest. The Matilda is three, yeah. and she's just Matilda is. She's great, but a fucking hard work. Like she's yeah. inten- an angry, wee, intense woman. Like she's just constantly wants to just wreck your day. Like yeah, and, and in the best possible way. But she will not leave you alone. She there's no patience. She wants it now, and she's like she has a big one torture. Like because she Holly would yeah. be very sensitive and like cry a lot whereas Matilda would go Wah! and just fucking smack her and I'm yeah. like Matilda don't do that <laughs> and then she'll turn to you and you'll be like fuck you're a wee fucking a wee, a wee weapon like but for sake of stand up you know she's a wee dick like, and then that's yeah, what yeah. you need to do but obviously I've, I do a few bits on Matilda like she's she is I try them out on her or just talk about her <laughs> she writes them for me <laughs> she does um, and she'll always ask did you, you tell any stories uh-huh. about the there's a couple of bits a lot obviously say them like but she's like did you tell that one mm-hmm. and she loves it she goes, yeah. oh, everybody laughed see that's the thing does, does your your 13 year old does she or is it a girl mm-hmm. yep see see it's another thing this is why we're both bald two daughters yeah but does she is she aware of what you do yeah 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 and, yeah. She, um, and I always say this to her you should count yourself lucky I know uh-huh. you might think Eamon Parson throwing on a wig and stuff mm-hmm. and videos and stuff it was see if that happened when I was at school. Uh-huh. You'd have got your cunt kicked in <laughs> yeah. and bullied. Yeah. Whereas the some of their mates be like, that's quite good, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I, some of their mates like follow my stuff and all. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's funny. Like, that's funny. Like, the, not, that wouldn't have been the case years ago. Oh, no, you'd have, you'd have got, who, who the fuck do you think they are? Something wrong with him. And you'd be like, no, no, he's, he's grand. Yeah, like if that was my dad, I wouldn't be going to school. Yeah. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> Homeschooled and I'd be like, I have no chance there either, you know. <laughs> But no, I, I I just think like the kids are they're just I don't know I it worries me like I don't know what yeah. I'm gonna do like when they because I think they're just like oh they see if they see me on like on a computer or a phone or, or something they're like oh daddy's on oh daddy's on TV and I was like no no I'm not I wish I was fuck's sake but I'm not uh, yeah. and they'll be like that's all they know 
but yeah. they don't know what to say and I did I dread to think if they see what I say about them ever and be like fuck they're gonna be heartbroken yeah 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 I know I'm a few say a few worried teens there at the weekend uh-huh. see your phones is that your uh... <laughs> no <laughs> see that like I, I talked about it on last week's podcast with Glenn Psychic Glenn was on he was just like all for it you know, he was like, I love it. I want to see it go to the next one. He's like, I'd go to the yeah, next one myself. Yeah, but now the thing about it is, is that's <coughs> what what was your take on it? Though this was, of course, the infamous <laughs> Pleasure Boys at the uh, at the Devonish. I, I for one was like, you know what? Say what you want about them. The lads are putting on a show. They end up, <laughs> the the crowd are all for it. It's gold for the likes of us. Oh yeah. When something like that happens, it's it's gold. But I yeah. am for it. I'm all. But what I do think is maybe. Mm-hmm. A couple of announcements at the start. Yeah, but how? Right? How would how would you like? <laughs> how how would you announce that? What would you be telling the audience is coming? Quite literally. Uh, these. <laughs> I think I think you just have to be honest. Yeah. Right, girls, fellas. There's gonna be a couple of dicks floating about here. Yeah, and they're like people. Or no phones. Yeah. Snapchat. It's not happening. No. But maybe should have. I don't know. Maybe should have. Set out the tickets, but then I feel like they got their money's worth. Yeah, oh, they're certainly fifteen pound. Yeah, fifty. That's all it was. Apparently so. Uh. You know what? It's more expensive to come and see me. You <laughs> 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 go and get slapped up the face with a half inch cock. You know. <laughs> no, but then, oh, I don't. I can hit you online six times. I think this country's yeah. had backwards. I think it do, does need more nights like that. Yeah. However, <laughs> I love it. Like top of the town, you'll be like, listen. <laughs> oh, I messaged them. Yeah. Is Fonzie coming back? <laughs> I tagged John on it. Get them booked in. Get the ticket prices up. Make a fortune. But it was, uh, I think it was, it looked like a great night. It did look like a great night, but there's a few bits that I was kind of going, that's odd. Especially, I've seen a couple, a lot of photos with pretty much like selfies. Yeah. With this. And it was like a lot of ones and it was older ones. And I, like at first glance, I thought, oh, fuck, she's welcoming a, a new grandson. <laughs> and I went, oh wait, no, it's not. Yeah. But then, where's that photo? Like, there must have been a queue. Yeah. Like a selfie queue to hold a dick. It was. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm. Yeah. That's that's the bit yeah. I'm not like like a comic yeah. con sort of situation going on. And then I was like, hold on a second here. <laughs> Where are you putting that photo? Yeah. You can't post it on social yeah. media. Yeah. You can't. On the marketplace. I mean, I mean it's, yeah. it's not going up. It's not going pride a place in the hall, is it? Yeah. Because when people come round the house, the nosy bastards. Like, yeah. You think of people going round the house, and you have pictures up. They'll have a nosy. Oh, is that your wee one there? Ah, that's her in P three. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's that's, that's us. Penis, in, yeah. uh, that's that's us at the water park in Lanzarote, and that's yeah. that's me and our Ethel holding a cock. <laughs> but you didn't see the one of the one girl, and there was three of them just hanging over. Aye. I was like, I, but see her face. Never has been a happier person in the world. She, like, she looked exhausted. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, did. she did. All right. Now there was this is one of my. I don't know why my mom decided to bring this up to me, but she was like talking to me about it. Now my mom and dad are, they're too. They 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 don't like the watch and listen to the Nolan show. They don't like it. They're like they always complain about it. However, they always seem to listen to it. Yeah, that sort of like, and he's and he's honours us. There's a fucking, there's not enough money. The nurses and doctors aren't getting paid enough, and he's talking about this. And you're like, what did you think? And she goes, there was one photo, and she goes, and and I don't know if I want to say how to say this to my son, but there was one photo or video that I saw, and it looked 
like there was semen in a girl's hair. How is that happening? <laughs> and I was like, is my mom asking me, like, how, <laughs> how, how to ejaculate or <laughs> how in the dark? And I, I said, like, you know, it must have been an ex- exciting experience for everybody. You know, there must have been. And like you don't know, like if people are, you know, flat out, it might just happen. Well, this is the thing I'm talking about. Like it, it, it wouldn't be my thing, but I think if I was there, you've had a few drinks in you. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly, I. <laughs> but I mean, a few drinks in you. You're your mates. Everybody's having a great time. The uh-huh. music's pumping. <laughs> you sort of forget where you're at. <laughs> your your wits are gone. Uh-huh. Like I mean, there's there's times like I'll come home drunk some nights and I'll spend fifty pound the Domino's. Yeah. Come down the stairs the next morning and I wake up and it's on the doorstep. You, know, you make uh-huh. stupid mistakes when you've yeah. had a few drinks because I know when peer pressure's on. Uh huh. I'd probably go great big lad, get it over, yes. I get a suck on it, one quick. <laughs> but that sort of way. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and that is that would just be the crack. I wouldn't even get at all. Just no, because yeah. it's just the atmosphere. But you know what? I, I say I would I wouldn't mind one over the head. You know, just flopped over. Just the way. That'd be good for the for the profile. Be good for the gram. You get taken down, but. You know, put a, put a wee smiley face over it, over it or something. <laughs> but it's, see, that that is the thing that I've not thought about when you say like the the because if you do a gig and people are like, can I get a photo? You just go, yeah. Cheers, thanks for coming. When they go, do they have to be like right here? Because it turns out I have a bit about almost that's like predicted this in some weird way <laughs> that it that it, it's a map with the show that I did last year about about my wife's handout and it was about basically the gist was I had the whole bit of. I don't want to ruin it, but just as I had a dream about something, I told her about it and she took a hump on me because I had a dream that I was doing something. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing, she's making me leave her to watch the dream boys. Yeah. Like, where's the <laughs> fucking hypocrisy there? Like, I have a dream and I'm the fucking, but I'm literally <laughs> taking her to look at dicks, you know? So, but I don't think the dream boys were anything like the pleasure boys, but um, there's a bit where I'm talking about, like, this has happened before. Like, I, she had a go at me about. Being forced to go to a strip club on my stag do, you know, being because I mean, you know, you're in a stag do, you can't help it. You don't, you have, you just end up, you're blindfolded, and you end up in there, and yeah. you know, getting hit with hits, and it's all fine. Yet on her hand do, there was a fucking butler in the buff, and there's a guy running around with cream in his dick and all, and yeah. and you're sort of like, ah, well, it is what it is, sort of thing. Aye. But it that that whole bit, I feel now with we speak, <laughs> I can make it really, really yeah. pop. But like the the stuff I was saying was actually not as extreme as what was going on at the devilish yeah so you know what I'm all for it I'm yeah. just clarify that I'm yeah. not against it at all I think more nights I get should yeah. be happening but, but just don't take your phones yeah you know what I think that's the thing that, that ruins it isn't it if people are there I don't think people live in the moment enough you know I don't think people like see if there was no video footage of that yeah. they'd just been talking and it would almost become like urban Legend, yeah. But remember that night where you got slapped up the face when the teenage cop? You'd be like, <laughs> not that they'd be exaggerating and all. They'd be like, a few, they'd be telling a story half a year later. Be like, remember he saw the thirty-two inch dick, and they'd be like, no, it wasn't true, and they just like it was fucking snowball, yeah. snowball. Whereas the photos, like, like I didn't even know they were, they, were, they they came in that size. No, no, there was a lot of a lot of self-loathing as well over on Monday or myself. Going, Jesus Christ, yeah, the advertising. Alone for mm. them boys, yeah. Like if they come back, they're doing slain, yeah. <laughs> what I mean, I mean, the, uh, could they do they, they they could do the Odyssey, yeah, but they would need more fellas because I don't know how much 
matches it would have between them all to get round the whole Odyssey up and down those stands. And like, yeah. I mean, I don't know what to do else. I just think they walk around, hit you with their dicks, yeah. <laughs> which is enough. <laughs> I suppose it, like a big event like the Odyssey, I suppose you could have a couple of cannons. Filled. I mean, I think there was a couple of cans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right enough. <laughs> yeah, they can make a show of it, that's for sure. But yeah, they, you, 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 But you know what I loved? You didn't see it the next day. There was a photo of them. All, all the fellas were just out for breakfast. And they're all having a big fry. And they were like, <laughs> some night last night. You know, and it was just these fucking... I know, they actually, they commented on my video. So the, the pleasure boys are last night. Um, and that's when I wrote them. I was like, yeah, top of town. Yeah. Just let me know the date. And what, what did they say to you? Well, I think it was just sort of, we seemed to leave an impression in Ireland. Yeah. I said, yes, boys, you did. <laughs> I was going to say, you may watch your mouth, Mogi, or will I come and knock you out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be a great way to go. <laughs> just KO'd by a giant dick. Yeah. But you know what? You've seen these wee events that the comedians are doing now. We did stars in their eyes, and there's been there's the darts coming up and stuff. It's the, the, the Northern Irish comedian pleasure voice. Yeah. You know? Or maybe just the maybe XXS. Full Monty. That's something I think would do well for charity. Full Monty. Yeah, I've said this. A would few you do times, it? But I think there's something about it that it's not allowed or something. But well, I mean, you know these what? These guys have just set the, the bar. These, the Rosa Parks of, of, <laughs> of Cox in Northern Ireland, the Pleasure Boys. Like they they walked so we could run. You yeah, know, that's I would. Full Monty, I'd do it. I would do it, and it would probably be. The biggest laugh I'd get on stage, <laughs> to be honest. People would be like, Dave should be getting more work on BBC. And they'd be like, why is that? Because he looks like he's transgendered. <laughs> <laughs> is he thinking it's around from there? Big fuck, it's, I'm nervous. Jesus Christ, fuck me, leave me alone. Yeah. Freezing it here. But, uh, but I, uh, that's that's something that I would, I would like to see. Uh, a full Monty. Northern Irish comedians, full Monty. All the money to charity. In fact, all the money to the victims of the pleasure boys. All, <laughs> all the husbands who have, who have been made single after that. And, oh. All the money to the cleaner of the devilish. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, get your boy out of, uh, out of film Saltburn to clean up the devilish <laughs> after that. Just go right in his hands and knees like on the floors. Uh, fuck, you've seen Saltburn. I didn't like it. No, no. You know what? Neither did I. There you go. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I didn't like it. I think it was very overhyped and I've seen a lot mm. worse. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, it actually bored me. Yeah, I, I, I you know what? Couple of scenes, but I, I don't know. God bored me. I find it one of those films, you know, where people just people who maybe consider themselves like critics will be like, "This is just a masterpiece." <laughs> I, I, I did find it a bit boring. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying to Catherine, it's like a Clockwork Orange, ten times better. Do you know what I mean? Like one of those. That's like, but then it's like you can say when he's drinking the bathwater, bit gross, seen grosser. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. and when you and it's again like like whenever you do the full Monty now, the Pleasure Boys have been there. When you've seen the Pleasure Boys, who cares? Yeah, I know because there was the scene there, and they're talking about why he he gets up and shags the grave. Yeah, he's going. I've seen boys shag bodies. Yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, My phone group chats happening. Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> that guy. I don't even want to think about some stuff. I no, that's horrific. Yeah, it was a bit, but yeah, you do get the the artsy sort of the guys. Yeah. It was wonderful. Then, I didn't. I didn't like the characters either. See the ones that he was like screwing over. I was like, they're arseholes. Ah, that's a good fucking hell slap it up. Them, <laughs> you know? And then I, I, my worry was, I never, I've never once thought about this in my life. But when I was watching him do the the thing, the, sorry for the spoiler, shagging the grave. When I was watching him doing that, my thought was, what if he gets like sa- like silt up his chapside? Uh, is he gonna? 
That would be not not nice. Like I, no. I've had a bit of soap up there before, and it's fucking end of the world stuff. Uh, but soil sand before at the beach, it wasn't a great day at the oh. beach. Like oh, sand as well. Like uh, rough, rough no. going. Have you ever had any and done to it? Like any injuries down there that have been? No, no. I I did something. Nothing. Else. I I had. I was trying to. Do you ever try to fake getting off work? Yeah. Like you lie about something and you almost convince yourself that you <laughs> are not really that well. Yeah. So I mean I didn't phone in work to be like, listen, I've cut my dick off here, but I uh, <laughs> I rang into work and I was and I was like, oh, I have a real bad chest infection here. It's fucking. And really, I just couldn't be arsed. I was like, I think I had a bit of a cough, and I went to the doctors and I managed to convince the doctor that I had this big like chest infection. So he gave me antibiotics. Now, what had also happened to me, I caught my full like not the 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 foreskin per se, but a bit of my skin uh, in the zip and I had cut yep. and I was like oh it's not great and I tried to like put this I thought you know the only thing to do is stick a moisturising cream on uh-huh. to stop it from hurting so I put this moisturising <laughs> cream on all it did was made it really like flipping like like f- wet and like a freaking <laughs> wet room down there was stinking and then because I was taking antibiotics this wasn't healing <laughs> so I thought you know that's fair enough so I had a wee bit uh, I, I was just sitting you know as you do when you're a fellow with your hands down your bags watching TV yeah. and like I was like what's that and I felt like a wee bit of like it must, I thought it was some of the moisturising cream had like dried and gathered uh, yeah. and I was like rolling it around my fingers like that and I was like what is this and then I just pulled it uh-huh. and what it was was a wee bit of the skin that had caught and I had just rolled it up like it was like you know the back of a like a, a card you get from the bank when stuck to the paper and I uh, just twirling that round and I just pulled it I just like 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 you pull the skin in your thumb there yep. it was like that but just down my the skin of my, of my penis and it was absolutely horrendous and I thought I don't know if I'll ever be able to get this out again I'll need that surgery I'll need this <laughs> then the other thing about it it wasn't a million miles after my stag do yeah. so whenever I was trying to explain this to Catherine I was like listen and she's like will you and I was like I honestly genuinely wish I was I wish I had done something I wish I got yeah. an infection I wish but this is all just a fucking series of <laughs> stupid penis care from me you know yeah. there's no and that's see thinking of any, anything sore down there again can't have it yeah no nothing nothing like that don't think no well you're lucky what about your woman that we're chatting with the two after the gig that was funny like we didn't pick up I <laughs> was just a real funny thing she said oh and the so-and-so down here I came I was like oh well you must have liked them you know that was, yeah. I too was just sniggering away that was great but uh, I shouldn't catch on at all no and then she kept doing it as well and then <laughs> yeah. at that point I could see your shoulders going in the background I was trying to keep a straight face but oh, she was sound as well like I was yeah. good times anyway yeah no, they're all good like they're yeah. all good Adam. and is that is that the next kind of you do the tour are you going to do a big one in Antrim again or are you going to I don't know well if this is if we get something else maybe wrote down because uh-huh. then I also wrote like a Christmas one as well uh-huh. like the separate the yeah it was all sort of Christmas based stuff just stories around Christmas time and, mm-hmm. and all that and it was yeah it went down well too like so that, but then it's like it's Adam yeah I feel like now I could get out and sort of say anything and get away with it yeah but you know what see this is because then sometimes people would say oh if you've got a bit say you've got your own crowd and then you go somewhere else and they don't laugh but anywhere you're gigging you're getting the responses that you want yeah. you know the stuff's like in, in Crumlin you were you were fucking killing it that night you yeah, know as it well was, it was going down really well Tim was laughing his head off at it yeah. you know and he actually he, <laughs> what was funny he goes 
there's someone else do that bit and then he realised it's in you before that yeah, and he's yeah. like oh no it was you again <laughs> but you know what that's that's the thing I, I was, when he was talking about it I started thinking he's taking an awful lot of interest in that particular subject yeah well, he got something he's maybe looking into or maybe uh, I mean we'll not we'll not out it here because we already know I've, I've outed him on a few things like the Epstein flight logs and stuff but other than that <laughs> yeah. you know, I, don't, I don't want to go into any more but it was it was, it was very 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 funny yeah, but, oh, I just loved it. I, you know what? Genuinely, I, I, I'm Jewish hitter because of it, the last few gigs I've done have been great, and I'm Jew and an absolute stinker. Well, I did, but I mean, it's it was pavilion. There last, I don't really count it though. Uh-huh. So don't, there was new wee bits and pieces I was trying out, but and, then, and obviously the two gigs done done it in Antrim. Yeah, the stuff down well done it and. No, it wasn't I was in the courthouse as well yeah. Thursday, so Antrim again. So maybe it was shit. But you did new <laughs> stuff in at, at the fun house that I was like, I've not seen this before. And again, for someone who's like a new act, you're fucking burning through stuff. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is a good thing, but also keep some of it in your fucking pocket for a rainy day. You know what I mean? Don't uh, but it was it was fucking great to, great to see it. And like and the pavilion though, like I have not been in the pavilion in a while, and the pavilion is great. Don't get me wrong, it's it's great for finding new talent and it's great for developing acts great to drop in and try stuff but sometimes you know it, it can just be a, st- a real stinker of all your room like say if it's not busy yeah. and like there's I remember like it was always the worst place come when I was sort of coming through because it was quiet crowd wise it was always just other comedians older like sort of more bitter comedians that didn't want to see anybody new and yeah. it was just I always remember being there going I, I you leave there going I don't know why I'm doing this yeah, yeah, yeah. Done that last Monday night. I was like, "Fuck's sake!" And was it just like bat quiet, or were you just? Was well, quite, was quite quiet. But I just, I think everybody had a bit of a nightmare yeah. on it. Because the last time I did it, it was stink. It was a stinker, and then look, message me and be like, "Oh, filmed your set." Like, <laughs> no. Keep it, mate. You know, what I mean? I'm not, not going to text him back. He yeah. texted me the same thing. He was, "Don't want it." Yeah, you're all right. Like you know, it's like fuck. Thanks, but. Uh, you hang on it. Yeah. And then what worries me is if he's like, he is, like Luke McGibbons, I mean, in a different way, he is the Jeffrey Epstein in the Northern Ireland comedy scene. Like, he has all the footage, all the material, and he could bring you down. Like, if he puts that footage online, you're scooped. Yeah. You know? So I'd be like, please don't. You'd ruin my whole career if anyone <laughs> sees the stuff I've done in there. But um, it, it was like the end of the end of last year. He's like, I'm deleting all this footage at the end of the year. I was like, thank fuck for that. Yeah. If that sees the light of Like, do you ever do a bit and you go, I don't know why I thought that was a funny bit. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, i never do it again. I did one bit in Lavery's once and it was just at the start of the Russian-Ukraine war and in my head I went, this is, my, this is my bit. You know, this yeah. is the bit. And the joke was that what they need to do to solve the... Before, it's actually before the war kicked off, it was just sort of ramping up. I said what they need to do is bring Paul Gascoigne the you know and, and and bring all the stuff and I had picked like the the things that would be like a fucking fishing rod and chicken but yeah. for a Russian Ukraine equivalent yeah and I didn't realize that the audience was just too young they didn't even know what the Royal Moat Paul Gascoigne said which to me was probably one of the most iconic moments yeah. in history no one got it and I was like I was coming off almost like you know Denzel and Training Day <laughs> you motherfuckers you f- I like blame yeah. and, and then. <laughs> Shane, I think, said to me, he's like, they don't know who, what that is. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that's right. Got it. And so I was doing that, the, one of the unis. I'd done there last year, maybe it was the year before. And it was fucking dreadful. Well, I was like, but the words, the words were too 
I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was the day Coolio died. Because I brought it up. Yeah. And everybody went, who the fuck's that? Is that his, oh. is that his uncle? <laughs> Coolio Muggy. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's, who's that? Yeah. Is he, you bastards? I do not know who fucking Coolio was. I know. No, but see, students, they don't fucking know they're born. They don't know Ram Oat and they don't know Coolio. No, that was, that was disgusting. I was yeah. like, fuck is. I get it. But then, listen, I, like, do you find that now that you don't know who these people are nowadays? Mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue. I'm just like, I'm music, I'm Especially music. Oh, like, I, I was filling in on the radio there and, like, they were talking through, like, oh, is it, we're going to play this. And I was like, I don't know what any of shit is. And then they play it. And then <laughs> you go, oh, what do you think of that song, Dave? I'm like, I think it's crap. Like, it's rubbish. <laughs> Stick on some fucking Backstreet Boys or something, you know, something we can. Yeah, we were, me and, me and the kids were actually playing a game. On Saturday night, exciting times, Mogi's house, like um, <laughs> the literal fun house. <laughs> yeah, and they were they were playing. So they were it was like a guess the they were playing like a guess the the songs or something game on YouTube, and I'd heard a bit of commotion going on. I was like, uh-huh. "What's this here?" And I'm up in, and then I started to get a big bit excited. I was like, "Oh, let me play, let me play." And then yeah. I was, mom was like, "Guess the song," and I think it started from like the seventies. Uh-huh. I do love old music, like yes, seventies right through to. No, that's that's quiz lasted like forty five minutes. I was flying, yeah, flying there, going, "You're a freak, yeah. you're a freak, Dad." Getting must have got there by two thousand and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Had a clue, done. Had a fucking clue. No, they were getting them like as I've never heard that for my life. No, but it, it, it's just one. Of, it is like a one of those moments where you're like, I just I'm turning into my dad. I guess is I'm just an old guy now. Yeah, and you can either be all right with it or you're like, because I I actually find it weirder. When like older, like people my age are in the new <coughs> music, I'm like, are you are you like some sort of nonce or something? Like, why are you like, <laughs> shite? Like, because a lot of songs are just the rehashed shitter versions of Thorns We, you know. It's like, nah, I hate that because it, it was a fast car was done a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, it was like a dancey sort of. It was dreadful. I know, but it's like like Lee, Lee, and then your man did it. That again, country guy. I had no idea who he is, but he did it with Tracy Chapman on something. Yeah, it was like it's just exactly the same. Like just listen to her song. It was nice to see her. So yeah. it was good to see her get rolled out. Well, it's good to see her get rolled uh, out. Yeah. Just you never actually seen to ever see her. No, she's, she's there. Fuck, I'll do this. That's she, it. Yeah, but uh, that's the thing with her. Like she was great, and did she just? I mean, I'm probably why. I mean, I know my fan base and Tracy Chapman's fan base crossover yeah. a lot, but. Did she have a wild lot else, or did she just like I know Fast Car? She's talking about a revolution. That whole album was great. Baby, but, can I hold you? Oh yes. Yeah. Of course. That what a tune. Yeah. But so. did she have any other albums, or did she just kind of? I don't know. Actually, one album just just went away. The only album I know is just it's just Tracy Chapman. Yeah, but it was but, great. I I was yeah. one of my. You know, whenever you're sort of growing up, you like to buy an album that you're like. I've got taste as well. I'm a connoisseur of music. <laughs> I got her album thinking, yeah, I did buy a Kid Rock's album at the same time, but that's still... American like, Badass, was yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no, that was too. Yep. Oh, tremendous. Like, I, I, I miss that sort of era of music. See, now, I went to see Busted in, in the Odyssey there. I'm going to see Blink-182. I'm going to see Limp Bizkit. I'm like, that's that's some music. Yeah, I think I bought that Kid Rock CD. Was, I think it was because The Undertaker won it. Remember yes, he, he came out the, the American Badass song or something yeah. when he changed his image. You see yeah. him last week? The Undertaker at the the football? No, What's no, he doing? like uh, actual football, football or American football? In Saudi Arabia, he turned up the Cristiano Ronaldo's match. Tell me, you haven't seen this? No. Oh fuck! What was he doing? Oh, he done the full entrance. 
the hand the hand that I was it it was either the hand the trophy over or the match ball I can't remember which one it was I think it was that there was that much going on and he came out in the full gear the place went dark lights on flickering hey, Ronaldo was sitting there pissing himself well, what, what the fuck is going on here what did he do give out a trophy I think it was a it was either the trophy or the match ball I mean I hope it was the match ball that'd be fucking tremendous it and was uh, oh you need, you need to oh. see this it's like I, unbelievable! I love the Undertaker, but that's uh, see now he's retired. It's getting ridiculous. Like he's he's doing all the he's just spilling all the fucking beans about everybody. But to go like they probably see in Saudi Arabia. Like I feel like they're just stupid people with loads of money, and they're like bring Undertaker over, do the full works, and he's like Fuck, I'll take a million so, for that. Hold on, I'm just sort of going. Did that actually happen? Or if I dreamt it, but I think it did. And no, I'm pretty what? sure it did. I'm gonna look. You, I'm gonna. Somebody? I'm gonna. I have got questions to ask you anyway. But I'm going to. Um, I'm going to try and find this because <laughs> I, for one, would absolutely love to see it. Um, oh, oh, he had the full gear and all, but it, it lasted a brief while. The Undertaker Saudi Arabia entrance. Mm. Tell uh, me it's an actual thing because sometimes they have the old fever dream. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if ever there was one <laughs> entrance Saudi Arabia. Uh, oh, here. It looks, it looks like it. Oh yeah, theatrical Undertaker display makes for Cristiano Ronaldo laugh. Oh Jesus Christ, it looks... Full house like. Few more theatrics <laughs> it actually is called theatrical under display makes Ronaldo laugh. Please be the ball. But first, <laughs> and that's it. They're going to have the national anthems. But before we do, <laughs> is he there? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh wow! That's for a. They love it over there, don't they? Like oh. The Undertaker. <laughs> this is, I think, this is one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, just, I want to see. So, so he's put the lights on the stadium. Both the teams are. Oh, it is. It's a trophy with a ball on. So it was. But it also <laughs> looks like a trophy you just get from a local trophy shop. Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's see if you I'm glad you've told me that I would never have seen that in my life yeah it was, that was absolutely tremendous it popped up on my thing something about Ronaldo and the Undertaker what's this say uh, what I do like watch the, do like old wrestling clips yes oh, and stuff and uh, that was absolutely sensational yeah. <laughs> Nuts. imagine you're there, like you're warmed up ready to go on the pitch and you're like fuck 25 minutes watching this old bastard come <laughs> out and fucking the Undertaker. <laughs> right, a few questions here. Uh, Natalie says, are you on any date naps? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the ball, mate. There you go. Full works. Um, which ones are the ones? Because I used to, I was, I've experienced with Tinder from back in the day. But now, um, obviously not. Sadly, can't go on anymore because apparently she'll fucking take a straw at me. Yeah. But um, what's the world of online dating like these days? Well, I get most of the material from it. Nice. <laughs> so so, they, so um, that the Tim's favourite bit is that that originated? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I think naps are they're shite, really. Mm -hmm. They are. They're like I mean, you're just all for nosy. Yeah. Oh, see, you know what? I I have tried to convince my sister to get on them 
she's single and it's more like come on around and have a wee flick through it yeah me and Catherine just watch and have a glass of wine or something enjoy it because it's it's fun see if you know anybody oh yeah what are you doing and I say I once had a had somebody you like this now this must the person in in this case must be a fucking beast because (laughs) they used my picture as on their profile (laughs) and how it happened was an an old next door neighbour of mine sent me a message on Facebook being why do you unmatch me uh-huh. And this is like a couple of years ago. I was like, hmm? "What do you mean?" She was on Tinder. I was like, "Well, I'm haven't been on Tinder for about seven years." Yeah. She goes, "No, no." And then she said, "I said, send me some." And she sent me like screenshots of like my prof my profile. And now the age was off by a couple of years, and whoever it was had me as a bit younger than I really am, which I appreciated. Yeah. But then I was like, "Yeah, it's not me." And then I thought to myself, like, in what world does somebody think I'm an improvement? You know, <laughs> in what world are you looking at yourself going? You know, this is this is a hunk here. So thankfully, you got that shut down. But it was a bit scary, like because if someone yeah. see, like, sees you on there, it could be fucking hard one to explain. Ah, how would I? Yeah, but. um, yeah, they're 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 weird. Mm-hmm. I don't feel people get in there though, apart yeah. from nosiness. Yeah, and you're holy odd time maybe. Yeah, <laughs> and do you think that's that's what it's good for now? The whole I think that's what it's for now. Yeah, I think that's what it's more for now. Yeah, because I, I sort of feel like if you go, like, see, you, there's no time to figure anything out with the dating apps, I think. So, like, if you met somebody who went on a date and you're like, it was okay. Yeah. You'd be like, ah, fuck, I wouldn't do another one. Well, you never know, you might go on another date. 10 yeah. 10, you know, so, I don't know. But, are you there? You're So, you're there. You're on them. Aye. So, if, if Natalie's Aye. looking you, she hunt you down. Aye. Find you in the apps. Send a message. And, uh... I'll probably not reply. I'm very nervous. Yeah, of course. Fair play, she's there. John says, "What's the? Oh, this is a good question. What's the best thing about Antrim, and also what's the worst thing about Antrim?" Best thing is probably me, and the worst is the women. <laughs> <laughs> joking, I'm joking. <laughs> best thing about Fuck, Antrim. I'd be watching say with women Antrim. I saw a few of them, and always funny. They kick your fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, best thing about Antrim. Oh, I want to say top of town. Yeah, top yeah. of town. Is that and is that your local as well? Is that your? Yeah, it would be. Uh, nice top um, of town. Great spot. Nice place mm-hmm. to be. Food's good. See, I got the feeling in there. I was like, I bet you they do nice grub. Now again, I mean, I'm on a fucking big diet here at the minute because I'm trying to lose weight and it's shape. See the food coming out. It's like, I'd love to go with that. Ah, uh, food's lethal. And then yeah. pizza's another class too. Like, um, the I worst thing know. is. I don't know. Like, is is it supportive? Because I I would have had the opinion now, again. Antrim can come after me for this, but I would have had the opinion that maybe an Antrim they would have had that sort of attitude. Like, you know, who do you think you are? What are you doing? You think you're funny? Whereas, are they supportive? Do you reckon as a whole? Or did yeah, they no, they are. They are. They get behind you, like. But I wouldn't have thought they would have. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I yeah. thought they're probably going to think he is. Yeah. But no, they are. They do. They're they're really good. But I can't think of the worst thing. I don't think see, I even have one. There you go. So th- there's nothing bad about Antrim. I love that from you. Yeah. You know, like, say if someone asked me what the worst thing about Bangor is, I probably have a few things to say, but I won't because I love it. Yeah. You know? But yeah. they have nothing. You know, the, this is what it is. It's the king of Antrim and the king of North Down all together. It's kings everywhere. <laughs> um, Naomi has sent me. Naomi, stop sending me links. Oh, it does work on TikTok. Sorry, Naomi. I was about to apologize. <coughs> Um, she has sent me a video saying I wasn't expecting the end of that. I need to tell you this story because it's so funny. Let's see. So, um, my client, right? She's like an older woman. Well, she's about my woman's age. And um, she was saying, 
she met this family when she was on holiday years ago. And she went, I always meet up with them now and then. She said, they live on the Wirral. She said, we went out for our tea the other night. <laughs> she went, um, she says, they've got a son who's autistic. He's like, really bad autism. And he's 20, about 20. And um, he's asked his mum if he could go to the shop on his own. And she was like, I didn't, I didn't want to let him go, but I wanted to try and start letting him do things on his own. So she said, yeah. And um, <laughs> he went to the shop. And she went, he was, he was a while, like, and then he came back and she went, and he had, like, loads of marks all over him. Um, she went, she said she thought he'd been, like, attacked or something. And she said, what? She was going, what's happened to you and all this? And he was like, um, I'm not telling you because you won't let me keep it. And she was going, keep what? What are you talking about? And he was like, can I keep it? And she was going, keep what? And <laughs> um, he said, she said, where have you put it? And he went in the garage. <laughs> she went in the garage. And him, she thought, obviously, it was a cat or something like that. He brought a dwarf home. <laughs> he brought a dwarf home. Like an actual human little person. <laughs> Locked him in my garage. <laughs> well. I've got a dwarf being I, I'm trying to get away. You know what? <coughs> I don't believe it. I was a spoof. Oh, you're going to tell me you've done that before, are you? No, no. That's no. <laughs> a lie, like. Yeah, that's a spoof. You know what? Know me. I don't believe you. And see if someone steals the ass kidnapping and hope she phoned the PSNI on, on her son, whether he's got autism or not. Yeah, and you know, if, if, if that's happening, mm-hmm. you have a dwarf in the garage, mm-hmm. you're taking a photo. Yeah. You? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then what would you do in that scenario? Would you really listen? I'm sorry. <clears throat> My son. He doesn't quite understand social, what's socially acceptable. Yeah. On you go, or would you be like, well, fuck, I don't know if you're going to report him to the police or not. I just have to keep you in the, yeah, in the garage. You might as well stay for dinner. Yeah, I'd be like, listen, I'll kill you. I just kill him and be like, listen, <laughs> I did it for my son. I love you. <coughs> you know, I love you, son. And you've done me me kill a dwarf. <laughs> um. What was it? Was it the question or was it just... It was just, I wasn't expecting that ending. Yeah, and again, I was expecting a question. No, we do better. You're better in this. Uh, Scott says... uh, No, me. Listen to Scott. This is the kind of highbrow question we need. This is is almost journalism. Stand or squat when wiping your hole? Hmm? Do you stand or do you squat when you're wiping your hole? Oh, squat. Squat? Do you go from the back? Or do you go from the front? Uh, oh, I just a, it's a yeah. Demonstrates got this sort of. I I, I usually miss half a like, but I mean, yeah. no, I I actually get the short some stage. I get right under, I go underneath into it. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's because I had quite a tight student toilet. Right. Whenever I was there for, a while. and again, I only wiped with my left hand because uh-huh. it was like up against the wall here, and you couldn't like maneuver, so I had to go under legs. And now, like, I think you had a real good clean doing that. Oh, uh, see, left hand I wipe my right. Mm-hmm. See, I'm right hand wiping my left. Uh, there you go. There. You know what? I think this is what they need to do. It needs to be some sort of science experiment. Get <laughs> in, study how we wipe our holes and tell us what everything about us. That's where to go. But I, I, I don't know. I'm fine. That's probably TMI. I'm fine. Like wiping my holes getting harder and harder. The older you get. 
you just feel, you feel like it's like you know you say a woman's a woman's work's never done. Yeah. I feel as a man in your mid thirties wiping your holes never done. Yeah. You can just you, sometimes I even just take a wee break during the day, go in the bathroom and I've not done a shit, but I'll just have a wee wipe. Aye. Well, it's fucking it's drenched. Yeah. It's what is that? It's like soup. But it's only it's only <laughs> happened because like see if I'm out walking the dog, I'll be like, oh, it's probably just a bit of sweat's got in there, and I wipe. Like, oh no. Nah. Nope. It's like I'm, I'm seeping out here. I only got on a tenor man suit. <laughs> straight on the nappies. Oh, man. But listen, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Is there anything you would like to pug? When's, or pug? Plug? And when's the next fun house? What have you got coming up? Where next can people find you? Fun house is the 20th of April. And it has William Thompson headlining. We have Rory Woods. Originally, Peak, myself, and a couple of special guests. And that's. Saturday the twentieth of April, and you can find me on the Instagrams. What else? Social media. What's your handles? Adam Ogie. It's either Adam Ogie comedian or Adam Ogie comedy. One of the two. There you go. Um, I think they're they're actually different for each. Yeah, and uh, Tinder. Yeah, Tinder. Listen, look at sort of might find them and bring wipes. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty. I'm the slack guy.